You're now listening to a Binge Bull Brain podcast, the show that teaches simple neuroscience-based strategies to ending binge eating, overeating, and emotional eating through the inside-out understanding of your habits. I'm Natalia, your host, and I'm here to help you create wellness without the obsession. Let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Binge Proof Brain podcast. Today we have a special episode because we have a guest host and that's the first uh, guest that I invited, but it's not the last one. So stay tuned for the upcoming weeks. However, today we have Amber Abila. She's a fellow binge eating and overeating coach. And I invited her on this show to talk about dealing with overeating after binge eating. So after you already stopped binge eating, how do you deal with overeating? And that's super important episode because some of you still listen to this podcast even though you are mostly recovered. You know, you don't engage in hardcore binging, but there are still some lingering problems you have with food like regular overeating. And I know this because I was there myself. I was sliding on recovery scale myself for months. I was in this gray area where I was kind of binging, but I wasn't even sure if this is like binging or overeating. So I was confused. (laughs) And this episode is so important. And I wish I had this information years ago. Therefore, I invite you to listen to this episode. Amber will share her own story with binge and purge cycle, binging and then overeating. Uh, She does a great job in normalizing overeating by bringing the, the story of her brother. But at the same time, she gives you great tips on how to stop overeating if you are ready to create different results in your life. (laughs) And you will love her energy. She shares great insights. She also has a flexible approach to binge eating and overeating recovery, just like I do. And I'm sure that after listening, you will want to know more about what else she has to offer for binge eaters, overeaters, and emotional eaters. Uh, So definitely go to the show notes and uh, click the link to to follow her on on social media. And also let me tell you that Amber is thinking about starting her own podcast. So if you guys go to her social media profiles and leave a positive and encouraging comments, I'm sure this will help her to make her decision. (laughs) And now let's jump to the episode. Hello, everyone. My name is Amber Abila, and I am going to be taking over today's podcast episode. I am super excited to be here with you guys. I am also a binge eating coach and an overeating coach as well. I focus on helping people feel normal and in control around food forever. I am over on Instagram at The Confident Eater, so you can find me there. But today I am here to talk to you guys about overeating after you've stopped binge eating. So I myself have dealt with both overeating and binge eating, which is why I do what I do today. And I started binge eating 
about eight years ago was probably my first binge and it came after a really long period of restriction. As I'm sure most of you have experienced as well, you went on a diet, you started all kinds of food rules, you cut calories and all of a sudden you are stuck with a really horrible binge eating habit. So that happened to me and I was stuck in a binging and purging cycle for a while. I was dealing with bulimia, but after I healed myself a bit from bulimia, stopped purging, I was still dealing with binge eating. So I went to years of therapy and coaching to help me with that, which is amazing. But I realized that I was still struggling with overeating. And I think this is something that happens to a lot of people as well. You're on this journey, you're really excited, you're starting to recover from binge eating, but you might get to this middle ground where you're not quite binge eating, but you're still eating more food than you would like to be eating. And this isn't a big problem, but it is something that you might want to work on because it still feels uncomfortable and not really fun to deal with, and it might not feel like you're at your normal eating goals yet. There's this really fine line between when something is a binge and when something is overeating. And I know that was something that was hard for me because I didn't want to think, well, I'm not recovered because I've been overeating, but it also sometimes would feel out of control. I would feel pretty physically full and it was hard to know like when was a good amount of physically full because especially when you're relearning your hunger and fullness signals, you know, it's not easy right away to be like, okay, this is a good level of fullness for me. Like I have been there and I know it's like, okay, you know, is this a normal amount of full? Am I too full? And so it's hard to navigate this overeating binge eating line. So I want to first start by defining what is overeating? Like, how do we know we have overeaten? And how I like to define it is overeating is eating past a comfortable level of fullness. So this is for you to decide what that feels like, right? Like I can describe to you what it feels like in your body, but ultimately you know what feels comfortable and then what feels uncomfortable. Maybe you feel heavy in your stomach. Your stomach is starting to feel stretch. You feel a little nauseous. All of those things might be physical symptoms of signs that you've eaten too much. The differences between binge eating and overeating is a binge tends to be different in both quantity and speed. So when you binge eat, you tend to eat a larger amount of food than when you overeat right? Like we think about when you have a binge, it's a lot of times like 10 cookies and then 10 spoonfuls of peanut butter and then half a bag of chips and then half a protein bar. Like it's a lot of different foods that end up becoming a big quantity of it. Whereas overeating might look like you have dinner and then you have a slice of cake and you decide to go back for a second slice of cake and maybe they're pretty big pieces of cake and you ended up too full beyond comfort for you. So that's quantity. And then I also like to think about speed. So binges can happen slowly 
But for me and most people, binges tend to happen in a pretty fast manner. You go to the cabinets, you go to the fridge, and it's just shovel, 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 food into the mouth, get something, get the next thing, continue on until you're so full and then you stop binge eating. Whereas overeating, maybe you are like feeling in control when you're doing it. So like that example of having the second slice of cake, you might consciously decide to have that second slice of cake. You might actually be enjoying it. You might be a little mindful about it, but you're still choosing to overeat or still feeling like, oh, I might not be able to stop. I want to keep going. So there's like the speed aspect to it where binge eating happens very quickly or maybe overeating too. You have a snack and then maybe um, you wait like 10 minutes and then you go back down and have another snack and then you wait another 10 minutes and then you go back down and have another snack and then you realize you're too full. Like that might be an overeating occasion, but ultimately this is a pretty blurry line. So you get to decide for yourself what is a binge and what is overeating because we're going to handle them a little bit differently but not that different, right? Like at the end of the day, whether we binge or overeat, we still need to be kind to ourselves and compassionate with ourselves. Maybe figure out what went wrong, what we would do differently. We would do that more in a binge than overeating because there is some normal amounts of overeating. But you get to decide for yourself. And I recommend to my clients defining what is a binge to me. Like, how do I know this was a binge and it's getting out of recovered territory versus this was just, you know, a normal amount of overeating. So what do you tend to think when you overeat? If you overeat, you might think, I'm not recovered. This isn't good enough. I've failed. I'm doing something wrong. There's no hope for me. I'm never going to get better. All of these thoughts are really common, and it's definitely something I experienced in my journey because I thought, I'm not perfect yet. (laughs) What do you mean overeating is normal? Like, I thought I would just never overeat once I was recovered. And so when I did overeat, I had all of these thoughts and all of these thoughts made me feel hopeless. And when you feel hopeless, you're more likely to give up. So just notice, you know, what thoughts come up for you after you overeat and what feeling does that create for you and is it helpful? We want to think about why overeating does happen though. Okay, so when overeating happens... So why might you be overeating if you feel you've recovered from binge eating? One thing that might happen is that you're stopping sooner in your urges. So when you get an urge, you're practicing allowing it, dealing with it in a way that's productive, letting it pass through you, not acting on it. But you might still be acting on it some of the times, but you're making progress and stopping sooner. So there is like this gray area that we get in where it's like we might start eating and it might start to feel bingy. Like we're like, oh, this might be a binge coming on. But we have the power to make ourselves stop during it. And we got, we've gotten better at that. So now you might go in, you know, you're starting to eat some Cheez-Its. You're starting to eat some Oreos. You're like, yum, yum, yum. And then all of a sudden, you realize it's starting to feel a little bingy. You're feeling pretty full. You have this desire to eat more and more and more. You want to go to more snacks too and um, trade out the ones you've already been eating. So when you notice this happening, you might start to already become already full, but you decide to stop. 
right? You're doing something at that point that is allowing you to stop. And so you've stopped sooner than a full binge, but it might still end up in overeating. What a lot of people don't realize is that there are many steps in between overeating and binge eating. Most of us don't realize when we're on our recovery journey that there are many steps in between binge eating and normal eating. And we might stop in this gray land of overeating. Like if you think on a spectrum, binge eating is one side, normal eating is on the other, overeating is kind of in the middle of those two. And of course, there is no such thing as like this one definition of normal eating. I have to make that disclaimer But for the purpose of this scale, right, we have binge eating, normal eating, and then we have some overeating in between. So when we start our recovery journey, we might slide on this recovery scale, right, where we stop binge eating, but maybe now we are overeating. And that doesn't mean we haven't recovered from binge eating. It just means we have a different issue to work on, right? But it's a little bit less of an issue because some normal eaters still overeat. Like that's a part of life. So when we're in this gray area, it's important that we don't tell ourselves that this means we failed, that we're not doing something right. I want us to look at it as progress. Think about if you're climbing a mountain And you get to one of those ledges that has, it's like a false ending where you think, oh my gosh, I'm there. Like, look at this view. It's beautiful. And then your friend tells you, oh, no, no, no. That's just like the fake ending. There's actually a real one that's still an hour ahead and we have a lot more to go. Right. When we get to that kind of like false ending, it still has a better view than you had at the bottom of a mountain but you're not quite where you want to be at the top yet. So you could look at that and be like, oh, this sucks that I'm only halfway through and, you know, we're not to the top yet. Or you can look at it as, wow, look at all the progress we've made. This is still a lot better view. I've worked so hard to get to this place and I know that there's more to go, but I can totally do it because I've come so far. That's how I want you to look at overeating after binge eating. Maybe it's not the exact ideal eating habits you dreamed of yet, and you might still have further to go to that top of that mountain, but you can take your time at that kind of like false peak and recognize that you've still come so, so far since the bottom, and overeating is so much better for your body than binge eating. It has so many less physical and probably mental side effects because it's not impacting you physically as much. So it is an amazing place to be. And it's okay if it's not where you want to be yet. You're getting there and you're going and you've been working so hard. So keep going. So the second thing we need to think about, about why we are overeating, is the thoughts that are creating desire for overeating. So the thoughts we had that created desire to binge are probably going to be a bit different than the thoughts we have that create desire to overeat. What this means is your overeating thoughts might sound something like this. Overeating isn't that bad. A few extra bites, pieces, etc. won't hurt. It's okay to give in halfway to the urge. If I give in halfway to the urge, you know, I'm not fully going to binge, so it's okay. You're using it as an excuse. Maybe you think I have to finish my plate. 
you've grown up as a clean plate club member and you think you must finish your plate in order to be done. So you overeat. Or I have a certain time that I need to eat at or I need to eat every three hours. Maybe you've been given a certain guideline by a therapist or a coach, which can be helpful. But as you're going into recovery, if you think I need to eat every three hours and you follow that all the time for the rest of your life, you might not always be hungry at that time and you might go past fullness and overeat. So if you have a certain time, that might lead you to overeating. Maybe you're thinking, I can be strict with my food now. Like, oh, I'm not binge eating anymore. That must mean I can try dieting. That must mean I can try strict food rules. That must mean I can try cutting back my calories now. You're going to end up overeating (laughs) at the minimum. At the maximum, you're going to go back into a binge. So, you know, the physical restriction, that's a big one that comes up. And I think that's always the first one to focus on if that is coming up in your brain that I'm recovered now. It's okay to restrict. Probably not going to lead you to a good place. So all of these thoughts are going to lead you to overeating because these thoughts all create desire for the behavior of overeating, right? Like, it sounds fun. It sounds no big deal. It's easy. It's not that hard. It's like, it's all good to overeat. And it's not bad to overeat, but we want to notice if these thoughts are coming up, it's like, okay, this is why we're overeating. So I did want to mention how much overeating is okay, right? And of course, this is going to be something you decide. I'm all for making your own decisions for your own body. But I did want to mention a interview I did with my brother, who I would consider a natural eater, and he has maintained his weight his entire life. Um, I don't think he has ever binge ate or not really done it intentionally or consciously, maybe like, you know, he's never been Jay. We'll just say that. Anyway, so I actually asked him, like, how often do you overeat? To kind of get a gauge on, is this something that we need to be investigating or is this something we can just let go? And he said he overeats about every other day, which I thought was interesting. I thought it was going to be a lot less, but just like He just said a little gentle overeating, like not to physical pain, but just like, oh, I eat a little too much. And then because he's trying to gain muscle, he sometimes overeats massively one to two times a week, which I thought was also interesting. And, you know, he's like, as a man, he's like wanting to gain a ton of muscle and eat lots of food in order to gain that muscle. But it's just so interesting to me that he said every other day I overeat a little bit. And I just want you to hear that and normalize it because overeating is something that happens, right? Just like sometimes you might undereat. Sometimes the day goes on, you get really busy, you know, you procrastinate lunch, you just get caught up in chores and then all of a sudden you're way too hungry and you get something quick and maybe you underate, right? Same thing with overeating. Sometimes it happens. We are never going to be these perfect eaters that are perfectly aligned with all of our body signals exactly when they want us to eat and exactly when they want us to stop. So then I asked him if he decides to overeat or if it doesn't happen accidentally. And he said both. Sometimes he decides to do it and sometimes it happens accidentally. And he said it will happen accidentally if he's eating too fast, right? He might like miss his fullness cue, which is why we encourage mindful eating, Or if he's on his phone, like watching YouTube or something, he's really engrossed in it, then sometimes he'll overeat too. 
Also a reminder that even normal eaters, when they're distracted eating, overeat. So, you know, maybe it's a good idea to remove distractions. Um, But he decided that most of the time, it wasn't actually a decision to overeat. It just, like, kind of happened accidentally. Because then I asked him, I was like, well, how do you decide when to overeat and when to not? And he was like, well, I guess I don't really decide. (laughs) It just kind of happens. Or, like, you know, he didn't really know. And what came out of all of this is that he has no drama around food or eating, right? He just eats. Sometimes he overeats a little. Sometimes he undereats a little. Most of the time he eats in a way that feels good. He knows the amount of food he generally needs. Like he said, he's pretty good at gauging his food. And sometimes it's a little too much and that's okay. But it doesn't really matter to him if the food is super good or not or whatever other drama we have. It's just he just eats when he's hungry and stops when he's full. He said if his friend says, hey, do you want some more food? He just says nah, right? Like super neutral, no drama, okay? So this is how like we want to think about our overeating. We can use the guideline of one to two times, you know, every few days as overeating, but like just know that you get to decide how much overeating is good for you. And also what we want to look at is, is the amount we're overeating giving us the results we want? What I mean by that is if your goal is to maybe lose a little bit of weight, and I don't recommend you having this goal until you feel fully recovered from the binge eating part of it, but if you've kind of gained some confidence, you're not binge eating anymore, and you feel good, and you do want to focus on weight loss a little bit, you want to focus on, okay, is the amount of overeating I'm doing still creating either maintenance or sustainable weight loss? The answer is no, then maybe you want to cut back your overeating, right? And then another result you might want to create is just feeling good in your body, feeling energized and light and just generally good. And if you're not feeling good with the amount of overeating you're doing, that's a sign that you also might want to focus on cutting it back, right? So it's up to you to decide how much you want to overeat or don't want to overeat. There's no like one guideline on this is the exact amount you should or shouldn't. It's up to you and looking at the results you're trying to create and if it's getting you there. If you want to stop overeating, I'm going to tell you how. And the first step is to acknowledge that overeating is progress from binge eating. I know that's probably not what you were expecting, but it is the truth. Overeating is progress from binge eating and you need to celebrate yourself for that. I know it feels weird to celebrate yourself when you're still not at your goal, but we can't just berate ourselves the whole time and tell ourselves it's never good enough because that's never going to get us to a positive place where we're taking action and actually getting to our goal. So acknowledging that overeating is progress, this is a good thing. We have a good new problem to deal with, overeating. It's easier to deal with overeating than it is binge eating because it does have less physical effects, like I said earlier. So then once you decide that, all right, you know, I know I'm making progress from binge eating. Now we can look at where you want to go. So we want to see why you are continuing to overeat. So I went over quite a few common thoughts that you might be having that are encouraging you to overeat and creating desire for overeating. So I'm going to go through each one and kind of debunk them for you. So the first one I thought of, overeating isn't that bad. Is that true? Maybe. That's up for you to decide. (laughs) Maybe overeating isn't that bad for you but maybe it is. 
And I want you to look at like the ways overeating frequently is still not the best for your body. And that will give you motivation to do it less. The next thought, a few won't hurt. Will a few hurt? Maybe not. Now, so this one is interesting because if you have like a few extra, let's say, treats to the point of fullness, that might actually not hurt you that badly if you're like, a few won't hurt. But what it might hurt is your integrity with yourself and your ability to keep promises to yourself. Think about the emotional side of things. So maybe it's not going to hurt physically, but could this hurt you in a way emotionally if you're consistently overeating and not keeping your promise to yourself? Then we have, it's okay to give in halfway to the urge. This one is really funny because my client was dealing with one of these this week where it's like, well, I'm not fully giving into the urge. I'm not doing a full binge. I'm only having like a little half binge. I'm overeating a little bit. So I can still just give into the urge. And I just don't have to deal with all the process of going through dismissing an urge, allowing the urge, whatever you want to call it. So I'm just going to give into it halfway. <laughs> okay. Even if you're giving into the urge halfway, you're still giving into it, which means it's still going to strengthen that brain pathway. Okay. And remember, an urge is like this really strong feeling of desire. Like it feels overpowering and it's like, whoa, like you know what an urge is. If it's cravings, Don't tell yourself like, okay, I have to wait this out and I have to struggle to not give in to this. Like sometimes you just like, just have a chocolate and it's fine. But if it's like that really strong urge that is like encouraging you to go into a binge and you're like, okay, I can just stop it overeating. That's something you want to work on sitting with and allowing and not acting on. So either way, acting on the a true urge, not just a craving, a true urge is going to strengthen that brain pathway and make it harder for you next time. The thought, I have to finish my plate. Why do you have to finish your plate? Like, really think about that. Why do you have to finish your plate? Probably someone told you that people in Africa are starving and it's not good to be wasteful. (laughs) One, how does overeating help the people in Africa? Like, really? (laughs) It doesn't. You putting extra food in your body to the point of uncomfortable fullness is not helping anyone. It's just hurting yourself. And it's not a waste if your body doesn't need it. When your body lets you know it is full, if you add more food on top of that, it's just going to waste it because you don't need it. Food is meant to fill up our hunger. And so if we're not hungry anymore, there's no point in it and it's going to be waste. All right. If you have to eat every three hours or at a certain time, And then you feel like you need to overeat because, ooh, I'm scared I'm not going to be able to eat again. Or um, I must eat now because that's what my therapist told me. (laughs) Now, again, if it's helpful for you to eat every three hours, eat every three hours, okay? But I'm just using this as an example of like where you might overeat because this is something that definitely happened to me. I was so stressed out if like what would happen if I went four hours without eating? So I'd like constantly overeat. Okay, think about what will really happen If you don't eat at that time and your body gets a little hungry, like what will really happen? Notice what stories are coming up for you. Oh my gosh, I'm going to pass out. I'm going to faint. I'm going to die. Something horrible is going to happen to me if I wait for hunger longer or sit with hunger longer. So I must overeat now. I don't know what's going to happen later. I must overeat in order to prevent hunger later. Nothing bad is going to happen to you. Humans can go four weeks without food. 
something like that. Maybe it's three weeks, but we can go many weeks without food. Do I suggest you do that? Absolutely not. (laughs) But we are not going to die from going a few extra hours without food. So we don't need to overeat for that. Then we have, I can be strict with my food now, right? Ah, I'm recovered for binge eating. I can go back to my old dieting ways. I can be strict about food again. (laughs) Try that out and let me know how it goes. Okay. We can look to our past as evidence of how that works out for us. Not very well, right? Just because you've recovered from binge eating doesn't mean you gain the superpower against your biological urges. If you start restricting again, not giving yourself food when you're hungry, creating extremely crazy food rules, all of that stuff, your brain and body are going to freak out because it's trying to help you survive. No matter how long you've been recovered from binge eating, you can never outsmart your survival instincts that want you to literally be fed so you can live a healthy, happy life. Like it's the best thing. Okay. So if you try to like think, you know, well, I can just restrict my food now. That's almost definitely going to lead you back into overeating and binge eating. So make sure you are still eating adequately, eating when you're hungry it's okay for some hunger to come up and wait with it. Sometimes we just want to be pushing off hunger all day long. Okay, so all of those thoughts were leading you to overeating. And I'm sure you have your own thoughts coming up on why you think you're continuing to overeat, but maybe not binge. And so try to debunk them. Like ask yourself, like, is it true, this thought? Maybe there's reasons it's not true. What are those reasons? The last thing I want you to consider is that if you went from binge eating to overeating, you are doing something in the right direction. You are doing something to help you eat less food and stop yourself from going into a huge binge, right? Because overeating is progress, you know how to make progress from binge eating to overeating, which means you know how to make progress from overeating to normal eating. What have you been doing right that's helped you get to this point? How can you replicate that and continue to refine it? You already have some amazing skills that you've learned. So do you just need to tweak them a little bit to stop overeating? Because chances are you probably don't need a whole separate toolkit to stop overeating now. A lot of times it's using the same tools you already have that have helped you stop binge eating and just applying them to overeating. It really can be that simple. And that's how it was for me too. Now, of course, there are some different things maybe you need to know. Maybe you need to master hunger and fullness a little bit better. Uh, Maybe you're still working on body confidence. Those things might help you with overeating too. Or maybe you have some like emotional eating coming up that's just, you know, you're not really sure how to deal with yet. So you might need some new tools, but chances are You have so many great ones right now that you can just use, you can pick up, and just keep using them. Sometimes we just need to be more consistent. That's all we need to do. Because if you're consistent with not binge eating, you know, 90% of the time, but you're still overeating 50% of the time, let's say, then maybe you should need to be more consistent with not overeating and not binge eating, right? To get those percentages a little bit closer to what feels like being a normal eater to you. So you know how to stop yourself from going into a full binge. You've done it before. You know how to do this. Don't tell yourself you don't know how to do this. Oh my gosh, I've stopped binge eating, but now I got to work on overeating. Oh, 
I don't know how to do this. Yes, you do. Okay. It's still just eating too much food. You can do this. You know what to do. So if you have been in this weird overeating gray area after binge eating, just know that I have too. This is an area I was stuck in for many years after I stopped binge eating because I was like, how the heck do I stop overeating? Right? But I want you to know it's 100% possible for you to get out of it and get to the place where you feel fully confident around food and in love with the way you eat. 100% possible. If I've done it, you can too. I do offer one-on-one private coaching and as well as a group that's either come out or is coming out depending on when this episode is released. So check that out. You can find me at The Confident Eater on Instagram or you can send me an email at amberabilacoaching at gmail.com. That's amber, A-B-I-L-A, Abila, coaching at gmail.com. I would love to see you there. If you've listened to this podcast, you find me on Instagram, please say hi. I love talking to you. And thank you so much for having me on.